Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <clears throat> What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful.com. This is going up early on Fightful Select, but this was a, a Jimmy Van special request on what was supposed to be, as we call it in the Fightful staff chat, a quiet one this weekend. It was not, Jimmy. It was not. Yeah, th- this is a very unique situation, and uh, I had to tell my wife, yes, it's not Wednesday afternoon, but uh, you got to give me like a half an hour because uh, – just the major stuff that broke within the last, what, uh, 12 to 16 hours. Yeah. And uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is a couple of reasons. One reason is, you know, a few people are talking about what I had suggested on the podcast about why WWE is still doing TV. I wanted to make sure nothing's taken out of context. And the other thing is there's a lot of misinformation. Like there are people posting some really stupid shit on social media. And so I thought, let's just kind of talk about it. Uh, and I even talked to my corporate attorney and got insight from him on some stuff. So, uh, status of WWE's television production. Why don't you start by telling us what, what broke? We're doing this on Saturday, April 11. Uh, talk about what broke last night, Friday, April 10. I think during or after SmackDown. It was during SmackDown that I first heard about it. And I was given the old kayfabe this brother type of thing. And then Ryan Satin broke it like maybe an hour later. That Vince McMahon upset a lot within WWE by deeming that uh, they needed to go live from here on out. They were planning on taping multiple weeks at a time. That did not happen. Uh, Vince determined that they needed to go live. The people that I spoke to say that he was like, uh, they pay for live content and that's what they're going to get type of thing. Uh, There were people that were brought to that show that did not need to even be there as a result. And there are a lot of unhappy people in that regard. And, and the, the idea to go live was pitched earlier that week, but it was to go live Friday, Monday, and Wednesday, and then tape a couple more shows, but to go live when they could. Is it true that they had taped SmackDown first? I think uh, Meltzer broke that. They had taped SmackDown first before Vince then decided to go live. Is that true? Uh, what was that? Sorry. Is it true that last night, April 10th, they actually had taped SmackDown first, and then Vince decided to go live? 
So I heard that it was like almost like a, a really close situation, like it was almost live type of thing, but I don't know really the the logistics of that. And I had one person say live, I had one person say tape, so the the information in that regard was a little bit conflicting to me. Okay, so for the last couple of weeks on on the list on your boy on Wednesdays, I had talked about why is WWE still producing TV. Uh, my belief was they didn't want to risk USA and Fox withholding rights fees. We had seen it with DAZN already, and uh, and DAZN wasn't going to be the only one. That was my belief, is that's why they continued to uh, to want to produce television. Uh, what I didn't consider at the time was the possibility that USA or Fox would claim a breach if WWE failed to produce the number of live episodes that they're contracted to produce. And according to Dave Meltzer – uh, they're contractually obligated to only tape three shows a year. I guess one's over Christmas and then a couple are during the European tour. Otherwise, they're contractually obligated to run live TV. I never considered that as a concern. The reason I didn't consider that as a concern, and I still really don't, is because we're in an unprecedented time. Mm-hmm. We're in a time when most broadcast networks cannot get new content. Correct. Uh, un- un- unless they're doing stuff where people are using webcams at home and stuff like that. And so the fact that USA and Fox can get new content, whether it's taped or live, I can't help but think that in this landscape they'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing is the benefit of live versus taped. When you're in an empty arena setting, there's no benefit. Yeah. The only the only difference I think between running an empty arena live versus taped is if you're taped, then you risk spoilers. Uh, but in this landscape, I don't really think that, think that matters. Yeah. Television I agree. ratings, television ratings that you're seeing right now do not represent what a normal week would do. You know, if it was a normal week in front of a live crowd, it's not representative because everybody's watching the news. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's it's just not a regular thing. Um, and you got to understand too. So, so this is why I asked you, did they go live last night? Cause I had heard that they went live last night. The tape shows a month ago. Yes. were doing more viewers than what they did last night. Last night on the overnights, they did 2.3 million viewers on Ugh. Fox, right? Yeah. The tape shows a month ago, we're doing better than that. And some people are going to say, oh, that's because it was the WrestleMania bill. Bullshit. This was the, the least interesting WrestleMania in terms of you know social media, Google searches, whatever that they've had in years. And it's because everybody's watching the news, and this is just less yes. interesting news to people right now. News is dominating right now. And the, and the funny thing is the news hasn't had to change that much. It's just it's different settings for some of these people. Otherwise, you've right. still got the same personalities you're used to talking to a camera and now that it's accelerated because people want that information right right now i asked you to try to find out and i'm I'm, i know you've been busy with other stuff today so you probably haven't had time i asked sean to try to find out if usa or fox executives had specifically told wwe that that they would withhold rights if wwe doesn't produce live television uh have you been able to find anything out on that uh, I haven't. I've asked people and they've said, oh, well, I didn't have to yesterday or, or the last time around. So I haven't heard that. Um, but there is a feeling that that will change if they perform. But again, that is, uh, that's, that's very presumptuous at this point. Yeah, right. Although, now, is- although based on what we just posted on Fightful, I get the feeling they'll have to. Yep. Uh, and, uh, uh, I will, we'll just, let, let's just kind of talk about it very quickly. So, uh, Sean got word that somebody on the WWE roster tested positive for COVID-19 March 26th. I think it was, 
Uh, and I, I don't, I don't know when the t- positive test was. I, I need to okay. specify that. That's the last time they were around was the tapings for uh, for WrestleMania. But okay. this memo was sent out last weekend, the weekend that WrestleMania aired. From what I understand, April fourth or fifth. Now, I posted something on Twitter today saying, uh, you know, some wrestling journalists, they'll uh, post a story without vetting it or without getting confirmation. Others will try to do the right thing and try to vet it. Sean knew this story about this person testing positive a week ago. And he told me about it a week ago. And we didn't run it because he wasn't able to get confirmation. And kudos to you because a lot of people would have. So, uh, so I respect it's, the fact. And Sean, Sean even said to me, "He's like, uh, do you think I should do this?" And I said, it's, I, "I respect your judgment. It's you know, I mean, whatever it's, you want to do." It's scary for a lot of reasons. I mean, like I, I feel for the person who we will not identify and do not message me asking people for for who it was or anything like that. I redacted all possible information that I could about that person from this. I reached out to them, although I can't say whether or not they even saw my inquiry. But I reached out to WWE about it multiple times. I talked to over a dozen wrestlers about it. And some wanted me to proceed with it. Others didn't. And people whose whose moral compass I really, really respect in that regard. But ultimately, I, I think it's the right thing to do. And that's the important thing to me is I think it's the right thing to do. Um, uh, I'm, I, I feel bad. And the person who tested positive is said to be recovering very right, well. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, going back to Vincent Mann, so, uh, you know, it is conceivable that USA or Fox executives told him that they would withhold rights if they don't go live. It's conceivable. Mm-hmm. It is conceivable that WWE's attorneys advise Vince McMahon that they risk a breach uh, if they don't honor the terms of the deal. That's conceivable. Sure. However, however, there's another fact that we can't ignore here. And that is the fact that yesterday, April 10th, which was the same day that Miss Man declared that they're going to produce live television, Monday, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, that same day, it came out that the XFL has laid off their staff, and they've announced a shutdown, which very likely could become permanent. Uh, and so you're not going to tell me that 75-year-old Vince McMahon, given his reputation, uh, wasn't you know feeling a little ornery. I wasn't and, feeling like he had gotten kicked in the teeth on and that And I deal. feel for him there. You won't hear me say I feel for Vince McMahon very often. Mm. I feel for the man here because I enjoyed the XFL. He did things the right way. He put his own money into it and said, you know what? If this is going to fail, it's going to be on my dime. And he put three years away for it. And there's no easy way to put this. They got fucked. But the unfortunate thing is, a lot of people are getting fucked right now. Sure. And that, that's, that's the sucky part of this. A lot of people are getting fucked. Vince McMahon and the XFL were one of those people, and I feel really bad for him in that regard. And I do personally, just outside looking in, think that he was probably, as you said, feeling a little ornery about it. Yep. We got to go live, pal, because this is his one constant. Be, the movies and, and the bodybuilding and the football multiple times, that's, that's all extra stuff. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is the constant. This is what's always been there and what mm-hmm. will likely always be there. And yeah, uh, now obviously he long has had the reputation of changing his mind last minute. He has long had the reputation of hotshot and creative. And again, the plan had been, and you had broken this uh, earlier in the week, the plan had been to tape multiple episodes of television. And so given his reputation and given the closure of the XFL, I can't help but question if this was just another Vince McMahon last-minute change. 
uh, or if he made the decision because he had leg- legitimate reason to fear a breach of contract. Sure. So I spoke to my corporate lawyer. Uh, I, I work with a, with a legal firm, uh, the biggest in Canada. They deal with billion-dollar corporations all the time. And so I spoke to him. And now you got to keep two things in mind before I go further because a lot of this is just going to be speculation. So number one, I haven't read WWE's <clears throat> contracts with Fox and USA. So all I can call Vince a man and say, fax him over. You know what I mean? So I haven't read the contracts. That's number one. Number two, I don't know the state of WWE's relationships with Fox and USA. Uh, and so the idea that maybe one of them would claim a breach and, and try to use it to get out of the deal, I don't know the state of the relationships. Obviously, yeah. you'd think with USA they got a solid relationship because they've been business partners going back almost 40 years if you include primetime wrestling and everything. The Fox deal is a newer, newer relationship, less than a year. And so uh, I don't know the state of those. So this is speculation. I asked my lawyer about force majeure. That's the act of God clause. Yes. And we've heard about it. We've heard about it a few times. Which, I am sure. Which I, I heard for the first time within the last month. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, From I'm very you. familiar with it. From you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very familiar with it. I'm sure that a company the size of WWE has some kind of provision like that in their contracts. I'm sure they do. So I asked my, my uh, legal counsel, um, could they not just utilize that clause to get out of going live? And he basically said it's not easy to rely on that clause. He said if USA or Fox were to allege a breach and if they tried to use that to either reduce the fees or scrap the deal altogether, WWE could attempt to argue force majeure as grounds uh, as to why they have to tape versus going live Yeah, because of, because of force majeure. However, uh, my lawyer said that that provision is aimed at a situation in which you're unable to deliver. And those are the key words, unable to deliver. Meaning if WWE was unable to deliver live TV, then they could use force majeure if USA or Fox said we're going to reduce our fees or, or maybe we're going to scrap the deal altogether. Then maybe they could use force majeure. If they're in a situation where they can go live, uh, my lawyer suggested that they probably want to do that until they're forced not to, which is similar to when they didn't want to move WrestleMania. They yes. wanted to wait for the city of Tampa to force them to move WrestleMania. Of course. Uh, maybe it's the same kind of situation where they want to wait until they're forced not to go live so that they can then tell USA or Fox, we have no choice. Force majeure. We have no choice. And they, and they should have been a month ago. The moment they moved to the PC, somebody should have stepped in and said, hey, listen, if you guys got to tape all the time, just tape all the time. It's not that big of a deal. People are dying. Well, here's where I want to talk about misinformation. Because there's a lot of it in social media. Some of it makes me shake my head a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. So first off, the idea that this is USA or Fox's fault and not WWE's fault, as some have suggested. Right now at this This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Point on April 11th at 3.50 Eastern Time. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know if USA or Fox said, if you don't go live, we're reducing rights or we're, you know, you're, you're you know, uh, risking a breach. We don't know if it was Vincent Mann just being ornery, 75-year-old Vincent Mann, hot-shotting like he's known to do. Right now, we don't know. 
Um, what we do know is that they taped SmackDown on Friday 1st, allegedly. That's what Dave yeah. Meltzer is reporting before Vince decided to go live. If that's the case, then it sounds like it was a Vince McMahon change his mind type deal. If that's the case. So the right? impression backstage that I was told was Vince McMahon – it was painted as a Vince McMahon decision. But that that hardly means it was a Vince McMahon decision. But it was painted like, ah, they pay for live content. We're giving them live content, pal. It's right. not right. – Vince very much likes to be the first. And he and Dana White have very sure. similar, <laughs> similar yep. uh, mindsets in that regard. And you heard – Dana White kind of patting himself and Vince on the back, and they want to be first at everything like that, which that's yep. the funny yep. thing. They, <laughs> it is amazing to me how much they crap on media. Dana White specifically, oh, they they just want to be first. They just want to be first, and then he goes out there and says, "Global pandemic, people dying. I want to be first. That actually takes me to another point when it comes to misinformation. So I was critical of this man on social media last night, and I said, what happens if they get shut down and now they don't have anything in the can? You know what I mean? Yes. And so what happens now? He, his plan is to continue going live every week. What if they're forced to shut down? He's got nothing in the can. Now you're screwed. If you think USA and Fox are going to be unhappy with tape TV, they're going to be even unhappier if you're running a bunch of old pay-per-views because yes. you didn't have the foresight to tape anything. Correct. Somebody, uh, somebody said to me on social media, WWE doesn't have to worry about a shutdown because the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is a Trump supporter, whereas the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, who was the person that called Disney to get ESPN to scrap UFC's plans, is a Democrat, right? And yeah. that was their point. My answer to that is this. Pressure could fall onto USA or Fox from other places, not necessarily just from government officials. Correct. And the first thing that I think of is the Women's Battle Royal Trophy. That's the first thing I think of. The Women's Battle Royal Trophy was going to be named after the fabulous Moolah. And what happened was the presenting sponsor of WrestleMania that year, who was Snickers, felt the public pressure, forced WWE to remove Moolah's name from the, from the trophy. What happens – and I'm just spitballing – what happens if progressive insurance – which is a, a major, if not the biggest sponsor that they have. Your, your number one draft pick in auto insurance, Jimmy. There you go. What <laughs> a progressive insurance. What if they go to Fox and they say, you know what? We don't really like the backlash that's going on right now from uh, from the public over them wanting to go live and putting the talent at risk. We're not feeling it. We're going to kind of pull our, our ads. Yeah. What happens? You know what I mean? And that could happen. And so, again, I think that uh, – I think it's very short-sighted on the part of Vince McMahon – to uh, want to produce live television. I think it's inconsiderate. It's insensitive. I think it's flat out stupid. I think that if it's true that USA and Fox are taking, are, uh, are, you know, threatening to reduce fees, take a reduction in fees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you got to remember USA and Fox are taking a beating financially right now too. Wait, wait just Jimmy, like everybody else. We had somebody that hit us up on Twitter saying that Disney is probably jealous of WWE and their growth though. What? Wait a second, Jimmy. They're, they're jealous with their 50 million subs of WWE. Did, did you see yeah. the thing that they posted? They said, look at this growth. And they pointed yeah. to a chart that showed that WWE dropped from $100 per share to about $30. Yeah, I, I've actually got that on here. I want to uh, – I was going to mention that in a minute. Oh, man. Uh, now, now, I want to I address this. Is it conceivable that USA or Fox could allege a breach of contract in order to get out of the deal altogether? Right. Instead of reducing rights, is it conceivable that one of them could use it to get out of the deal? Anything is possible. Yeah. I think in this landscape, when no one is able to produce new content in this landscape, I don't think it's likely. And again, I, I haven't seen the contracts. I don't know the status of WWE's relationship 
with these with these uh, broadcast partners. I think it's unlikely given the, given the landscape. Uh, and so for Vince Man to put his roster, which is his lifeblood, at risk, I think is insane. And that brings about another question. Something else that somebody said to me on uh, on social media. They said, "Well, they got to keep running. Uh, they got to keep uh, uh, running live to honor the contracts because they have talent to pay." When the pandemic first hit, WWE publicly stated they had five hundred million dollars in cash on hand. They said that publicly. They basically wanted it to be known we're okay. We're okay. We can get through this. You think they need to run live TV in order to cover payroll, Sean? Yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, I mean, that I was uh, like joking, like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah. the funny thing is I had one of the, the probably dozen people on the roster that I spoke to about this. They said, we got to run TV in order to justify, or we got to perform and run TV in order to justify our salaries. And I'm like, no, you really don't. You really don't. Um, no. Otherwise, why haven't Primo and Epico been on the show in two and a half years? What are they doing to justify their salaries? Because they aren't on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know WWE doesn't necessarily have to have a rainy day fund, but they also did tout that in in an investor note, I think, a while back. It's it it's all cured by taping, Jimmy. You know what? I can think of another reason why Vince would make this decision. Uh, and again, I alluded to this on on social media. Aside from you know wanting to not potentially breach contracts, aside from maybe being in a bad mood because of the, of the XFL shutdown, I think another reason why he would want to go live with TV is because again, he's notorious for changing his mind. He's notorious for hot shot booking. He's notorious for last minute rewrites. If yes. you're taping four weeks of TV in one shot, exactly. That's what I was thinking yesterday. It's impossible for Vince McMahon to be Vince McMahon if you're if you're having to tape four weeks of content and get it in the can, it's going to be pretty hard for him to be able to change his mind and to be able to do last minute rewrites. He's going to have to agree on a direction and stick with it. Uh, And so I can't help but wonder if he was thinking, ah, it's a lot easier if we just kind of do things week to week in case I don't like something kind of thing, you know? And and that's the way that I, I pointed to it was uniquely lazy because it's like, he, it's a lazy move in that they're going live every week and that's a lot more work and all that long term, mm-hmm. short term, coming up with a bunch of great ideas, doing this stuff and getting it done is, is more work. But the thing is, Jimmy, Impact does it all the time. Ring of Honor does it all the time. Sure. Are they? WWE used to do it. WWE used to do it all the time. And yep. oh yeah, a guy by the name of Bruce Pritchard, pretty fucking experienced in that as well. Mm-hmm. And in fact, yep. You might argue he might thrive in that scenario. It might be something that, that he looks at and he says, you know what? I used to do this and I used to do it really damn well. Let's get to work. Mm-hmm. And he might thrive in that scenario. Ugh. I want I want to talk about potential liability should the roster be exposed because we already know that one member of the roster tested positive uh, after the last day of, of WrestleMania taping. So I want to talk about potential well, liability. Well, a person in the company, I should say. A person in the company. person in the company. Okay. So we know that they do testing at the door, which isn't all that meaningful because we know that you can be asymptomatic and still be carrying the virus. But we know that they mm-hmm. do testing at the door. Uh, we know that supposedly no one is pressured to work. 
I know when they did the last tapings around Mania, it was pretty public that you weren't forced to be there if you don't want to be there. I don't know if that you know is is uh, the same with the entire roster, whether you're Roman Reigns or whether you're the opening card match. But that's the word is that nobody's pressured to work. One question that I asked you, and again, I know you've been busy and maybe you haven't had time to get to it. Do you know if they're asking the talent to sign waivers? Sorry, I unmuted myself there. Uh, I have not heard that yet, but I am going to work to find out. Okay, I want to know because I'm I'm familiar with situations uh, in my business where somebody got fired from a company. Yeah, but they would they would make them sign a waiver before they'd give them their severance. Ah, okay, yeah. And then later on, when they try to get a job at a competitor, the company that fired them, even though they wouldn't be successful in court, they would try to sue them. Uh, because they wanted to try to honor whatever non-computer, non-solicit was in the waiver sure. that they made them sign. So in a situation like this, if they ask talent to sign a waiver, basically uh, freeing them of liability, that's the best way for WWE to try to avoid liability. And so I wanted to know, are they asking guys to sign waivers and are, and are the guys cool with it? I'd like to know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've gotten some mixed bag stuff out of this. I mean, I've had some people that... I even thought I, I still look at as a very good moral compass, and when I asked them about the story that we broke, uh, I was like, Sh- "Is this worth pursuing?" And they said uh, to me, "It's not." And then I had somebody say, "Yep," and then named the person, so it's it's well out there. There are other people that were just like, "Yeah, uh, that's what got sent to us." And then another person was like, "I don't care. I'm not scared of COVID." I, I can work through it, yada yada, and I was like, "Damn, that's that's pretty brash. That's a pretty, pretty astute way of of putting it." Like there there are people all over the map, but then you got to realize also there are hundreds of people in that company, and they're going to have varying views of this. There are people that are performers that want the show to go on. That's why when I try to take the temper the temperature of a situation, I try to I, I try to explain as best I can what role that person has in the company without giving away who they are because, quite frankly, they can get in trouble for talking to me mm-hmm. uh, or, or they think they can. And there are people that have varying viewpoints and philosophies and social and political views and and all that. And it, it's really hard to nail down like, oh, well, everybody, will they be upset? Will they be okay with it? All that. As far as the waivers, I haven't heard the waiver, the term waiver brought up at all. But then again, I, I haven't been able to really get responses in that regard because I was asking about the other story. Right. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, this is still a it's a it's a changing landscape daily, it seems. And so, even though yesterday Vincent made decree they're going to go live, that doesn't necessarily mean a week from now that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll be curious to see what happens, number one, when word gets out about you know this WWE employee that tested positive. I'll be curious to see what happens if you can find out about waivers. I would like to know more about did USA or Fox executives tell WWE they're going to withhold rights or reduce rights? Or was it just a Vince McMahon off the cuff? I'm pissed off because the XFL got shut down, so screw everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to know what the. But it, it's going to take time for that stuff to come out. But uh, at least as we're doing this, this is my thoughts and everything. And again, I want to do this just to kind of, uh, I guess, get the some of the facts out there. A verified quiet one this weekend, Jimmy. That's what I said. I looked at the schedule and I was like, "Damn, you know what? I'm going to have two days off. I'm going to have two <laughs> whole days off. What will I do? Oh, I'll well, never mind. Never mind." 
All right. Well, thanks, man. Good luck with uh, you know the story you broke. I can't wait to see the the Fuck! feedback on that one. <laughs> well, uh, legitimately, uh, to the person, if if they happen to see this or anybody close to them sees this, hope you get better soon. Hope you're feeling better. All that stuff. And I hope that people in the company are staying safe. Ultimately, I think that putting that info out there was the right thing to do. And that's what I weigh more than how anybody will particularly respond to that. And it's something, again, I went back and forth with my staff on it. I went back and forth with wrestlers and staff and people high up in in the company and Jimmy about it. It's not something we took lightly. And yeah, ultimately, I hope that everybody stays safe because that's the important aspect of all this. I want everybody to stay safe. I want this person to recover, be healthy. And I want them to resume whatever duties it is that they have within that company uh, well. And I want to get past this so we can all cover live wrestling again. I want to I want to be crowds. in front of crowds. That's the thing. Yeah. I want to be able to go to a baseball game. I want to be able to go see you guys and absolutely not shake your hand anymore, but maybe do the bro bow or something. <laughs> I, I want that. Matt Riddle ahead of his time, Jimmy. I guess he was. I guess he was. All right. Well, we'll see if uh, you know if things change heavily in the last, in the next twenty four hours. Maybe we'll be back doing another one at least tomorrow, Sean. But yeah. hopefully, we get a little bit of quiet now for the next couple of days. Indeed. Until next time, guys. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.